Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Movies. My name is Ian. And I'm Kelly. Kelly, I didn't like that you were mimicking me while I was doing the intro. Well, I just got a little um, slap on the wrist on how I can't do the intro because I F it up every time. But yet, apparently, I know it by heart. And yet, you still somehow fuck it up. Thank you. I don't even... Why do you say F it up? (laughs) (laughs) No children are listening to this. Eh, It's ingrained. It's the Disney training. Uh, So speaking of The Purge... What? You ruined it. No one knew what we were going to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are doing The First Purge. So not Purge number one. We are doing The First Purge. But before we get to that, can we talk a little bit about Halloween in general? The new movie coming out with Jamie Lee Curtis, question mark? I'm going to scratch out that question mark and put an exclamation point (gasps) and then also say no. We're not going to talk about that right now. Not right now. But by the way, we will talk about something that happened in The First Purge that has to do with Halloween, which you might have missed. Thanks. We'll see. We'll see. But I'm guessing just by your reaction that you did miss it. Yeah, I know. So people start celebrating or getting prepared to celebrate now in like July. Yeah. That's fucked up. Not really, because if you think about it, this movie came out July 4th, and I believe Halloween candy came out July 5th. What? Yes. That's absolutely ridiculous. Because it's the next holiday. (laughs) But that word right there is the problem. It is not a holiday. Halloween is not a holiday. Okay. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, it's not a holiday in which you get the day off from work, but it is a celebrated event. It's an event that happens every year. Yes, okay. I will give you that. But in order to be a holiday, you have to be able to get off of work for it. It's the same way as Easter is not a holiday because you don't get off work. No, you can claim religious holiday. But it's not universal. No, yeah. It has to it's be not, a universal holiday. It's not a bank holiday. holiday. Right. right. But my question to you, Kelly, then, is why is it not a holiday? Because when I look back to when I was a kid, no adults cared about Halloween. No parents were getting together for big Halloween parties. No adults were dressing up and going out and doing things. Now it seems like it's all adults all the time. We had different childhoods because... Well, definitely. I mean, there is a huge age difference, obviously. Very true. But um, my parents always went to Halloween parties and like... It wasn't on Halloween, but it was like either coming up to it or like the weekend after was always like so-and-so's throwing their costume, blah, blah, blah. Well, you did grow up in Florida, though, too. And it's just did whole, I now? Yeah, it's just a whole bunch of whack jobs. Out did I now? Yep. I grew up in California. Florida. And the East Coast, actually. Florida. It was <laughs> always Florida. Florida. It was never Florida. Just a bunch of whack jobs out there in Florida. Because <laughs> it's cold enough to wear costumes in Florida. Okay. Yeah, you guys are just freaks. You're like a Jimmy John's commercial. I don't know. (laughs) Bottom. So really, the question to you, Kelly, is why haven't all the adults gotten together and somehow made Halloween an actual holiday? Why don't we have that day off of work? Because they all know and plan ahead and use a sick day for the next day. No, that's not how it works. Because you could do that for anything. Come on, Kelly. Work with me. Right. 
Yeah. So what I'm saying My is, how, holiday. I call it sick the next day. Like I don't. If people really love Halloween so much, right? Why is it not a holiday? Why is it not a holiday people, with a day off? I don't think people care about it as much as you think they do. You're insane. Then you're absolutely. Maybe it's just insane. where you live. No, no, no. Uh, look, obviously, living in Boston, close to Salem, you just can't go into Salem for the next month. Like you right. can't go in at all for sure. Right. But no, I'm talking about every single person online. I'm talking about people talking about their costumes online, not living in Massachusetts, living all over the fucking country. I don't know. Start a petition. You seem very like. Well, I just want more days off work. I'll celebrate anything. <laughs> Literally, I've already said that. I will celebrate the worst people ever to have a holiday. As long as I get off work, I don't care. That's why okay. I was like, I don't care what you call Columbus Day. I don't give a shit. Like, sure, horrible person. We all know that. Change it to whatever fucking day you want to call it as long as I have off work. That's all, I, that's all that matters. And to me, the best holiday will always be Thanksgiving because you get two full days off plus a half day in, wow. co- in corporate America, quote unquote, right, corporate right, right, America. Yeah. That's what happens. So that will always be my favorite because I get multiple days off. Christmas, you still only get one day off. Yeah, that's true. So fuck all you holidays. Thanksgiving is the best. The shit. Okay, cool. So yeah, that was my, you know, my Halloween rant. I was surprised you didn't go along with me, but then again, you own lots of different companies and you're just like, hey, I need my workers to work no matter what. I just take off time whenever the hell I want because I own my own companies. Yeah, I'm grinding it out, you know, working for the man. Just trying to get my days off so I can do more podcasting. Right, exactly. All I want is a couple days off. I don't know what the fuck that was. Huey Lewis in the news. What? Really? Yeah. I only know back in time. (laughs) Good. We're on the same level of excellence when it comes to reproducing their sound, apparently. Oh, that was a perfect Huey Lewis. It wasn't wasn't a perfect news. (laughs) But it was it was a perfect Huey Lewis. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So because it is October first, and it <laughs> is you know the month of every podcast doing Halloween shit, I don't mind being hack and doing that as well because I am a fan of horror movies. Right. So for me, this doesn't really matter because I enjoy talking about stuff like this. And for anyone that doesn't know, if you're new to the show, we have done. The previous purges. So you had, yeah, you had The Purge in 2013. You had The Purge Anarchy in 2014. Now, we did both of those in one episode because the first one is just an invasion movie and who gives a shit. So really, the focus on that one was anarchy. Then you had the third purge, which was The Purge Election Year in 2016, which had its own podcast. And now we are doing... The first purge in 2018. Now, I will tell you already, I am extremely pissed off that they changed the way they did the titles of all the movies because everyone was The Purge, then colon something else except for the first one because that makes sense. This should have been The Purge, colon, first, or colon, beginning, or colon, creation. Yeah, it should have been beginning. Yeah, give them something cool. Now, I'm assuming because it's Blumhouse that they're looking to save even more money. Though, 
every one of their films makes 10 times at least the oh, budget, yeah. which is fucking ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. And I do blame everyone that went out and saw this movie in theaters and made it the highest grossing of all the purges when, I don't know, do I ruin it right now? Yeah, but we would have been two of those idiots had we gotten our shit together over the summer. Well, I would have found out how to get in for free. I would have used like movie pass or something because I would had you? well, I had movie pass at that time. Now we all know get rid of your movie pass because it literally means nothing. It's less than garbage. <laughs> so, with what I know about you and your feelings on this, you movie, know already, nothing about me so far. Would you have walked out of this movie in the movie theater? I can't walk out of movies. Why? Because I paid for them. Not if you paid for them. You just said that you would have got into this for free. I don't know. Honestly, Kelly, I don't know if I've ever turned off a movie. If there's a movie that I sat down to watch, whether it was in the theater or it was at home, unless I had something that I had to go do, I would still come back to that movie and watch the end of it at some point. This just shows how much you are a glasses uh, half full kind of a guy. You're hoping for the best in the end. Well, I'm either... Hoping for the best or hoping for something I can make fun of. Same thing. Maybe. Yeah, because yeah. I enjoy humor. I mean, you wouldn't know by listening to the show. But no, I enjoy, not. yeah, I enjoy some God. good old humor. But this movie, I guess I can ruin it right now. What does it matter? We're going to trash it the whole way through. I hated this more than the first Purge. Well, this is the first but See, that's why I fucking hate this. <laughs> I hate the original Purge movie. But I do not hate it as much as I hate this one. Purge, comma, home invasion. It's a mouthful. Home invasion versus first. All this is ridiculous. Yep. So we'll go down the list right here just to get everyone caught up. So The Purge had 38% on Rotten Tomatoes. The Purge Anarchy had 56%. Woohoo! The Purge Election Year had 53%. And the first and the first purge has fifty-four percent. Which is crap. Because election year was way better than this movie. Exactly. If you want to do an aggregate, election yeah. year should have been probably in the seventies. Yeah. And then this movie should have been in the thirties at best. Okay, I'll give you thirties. Now I will say, because some people might not know, at Ron Tomatoes you get the tomato score, which is based on all these aggregate reviews all put together. There's also another score, which is the audience score. And normally I don't pay attention to that because most of the people that go to these movies are a bunch of rubes. So they'll like anything. What I did notice, though, this had the lowest rating for audience. Uh, sorry, the lowest rating for audience at 33%. Wow. Which is down where I would have put this movie right. in regards to a Rotten Tomato score. So I was actually pretty impressed by that. I mean, this movie, yeah. Uh, oh, on a good positive note, oh. I got my 16 bucks back from iTunes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Please, take me through the whole entire process of first getting the movies and then returning one of them. Oh, so do you want to know how I actually did it or how you're supposed to do it? How you actually did it. Unless that's going too far into detail where you no, shouldn't tell. Okay. Um, I told them it was uh, the wrong purchase, and they refunded my money. <laughs> well, it was. It yeah, was right. absolutely the this wrong is, purchase. This is not at all what I wanted, so this is the wrong purchase. Well, all right. That worked out. But yeah, 
That was extremely, extremely painful to watch. And it's one of the only movies that we've ever done that I refused. Wow, I just stuttered there. I refused. I gotta be more like, I refused to watch again. Why would you need to watch it again? I mean, it's kind of... Well, I normally watch movies multiple times so I can get subtle nuances or little things I want to bring up. In this movie, yeah, there was nothing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Believe me, we'll go around, we'll talk. I'm sure we'll go off on tangents and whatnot. But I am going to give the reins over to Miss Kelly, nerdy girl Ivy, over here right in front of me. And she (laughs) is going to run this episode a little bit more because I am ridiculously angry about this movie. He's trying to kill me because I had the flu all weekend, and he decided that uh, I need to get thrown into this. You Someone decided. Do, see what I can see what I can do here. You decided. Uh, <laughs> yeah, barging. Yeah. Last episode. Physical ailments uh-huh. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So if you notice some of the sultriness, it's from the sickness. Yeah, for sure. So I actually watched this movie about two and a half hours ago because um, that's how <laughs> I play this game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and. <laughs> I found myself playing on my phone during a horror movie, so that's oh. kind of a big thing. Where I'm like, I don't care about any of these characters, so I don't care if they die or not. So I think that's Which, kind of a big clue for me. Well, it's one of the cardinal sins in horror movies is not having characters that you care about. Right, so that I don't give a shit what happens. Exactly. You don't. Yeah, no one's interesting. You've given me a bunch of stereotype individuals mm-hmm. you've stuck me stuck them in the same kind of a situation i mean technically it's staten island so ooh, they're trapped on an island but not really wasn't the worst part that they were trapped on staten island but um did, <laughs> did you not catch when they said originally all eyes around the world are focused on staten island i go what fucking alternate dimension is this that would ever happen <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So let's also say for sure right away, that's actually not a bad idea. So to test it instead. Yeah. No, no, to test it in a small localized area and right. not go, okay, everyone in the entire North America or entire America, we're just gonna do the purge. They did an experiment with a small amount of people in a remote place, technically. So it's actually, scientifically, it's a smart way to do things. Could you think of another place in the U.S. where they would have been able to try this? Well, without going, like, Hawaii. No, yeah, that's an easy one. And then that's not that's not going to get, you know, it doesn't have the urban environment to see what that would look like. Maybe Manhattan is technically an They're island. Not gonna, yeah, but not to test. They're not going to risk the real estate there to test in Manhattan. Well, right. But I'm just saying in general, you asked, like, I figured right, you were right. asking me, like, what little remote places could you do this? Okay. I don't know. It's almost like in, what was that movie that I love so much, The Faculty, where the aliens come through little small town Ohio. Because, like, who would expect, you know, aliens to go through Ohio? They're supposed to go and blow up, you know, Capitol Hill and the White House and no, all that no, no. shit. You abduct everybody in the middle of a country because nobody believes what they say anyway. And then that's how you like subversely like infiltrate body snatcher that way. Invasion of the body snatcher is pretty good too. Yeah. Anyways. But yes, I I did latch on to that a little bit. Because I want to ask you this, Kelly. Sorry, I'll I'll do the interview here for a second. Okay. 
when I started this movie, it seemed like it was a period piece. Did it feel that way to you? No. I honestly felt like this was in the 90s. Really? Yeah, and then they said it's 2014. Right, because then they were all on their cell phones and texting each other. Well, no, no. I'm just saying like the way they were dressed – and the way people were acting, I thought it was the 90s. That's just Staten Island. They I always guess so, look like yeah. that. They are way far <laughs> beyond the times. Like, this is actually... But that's normal. This is a great portrayal of Staten Island. <laughs> actually, I should take everything bad I have to say about this movie back. They did a great job. It's a documentary, <laughs> really. Um, I could see it. Wow. Yeah, no. Uh, what I thought with the initial interview of... Skeletor. Apparently one of your, your protagonists, yeah, Skeletor is because he's dressed in orange. I'm like, are they going to let like Sing Sing loose on? Because I thought it was going to be like a prison break kind of an element to it. I'm like, if that's how you guys are going to start this, you're going to start it localized in like prisons and then it breaks out into the city accidentally. But no, he just happened to be dressed in all orange like a crazy person. Oh yeah, no, it's so... I love when a movie goes way far out of their way to have no subtlety. Right. So he has like self-inflicted scars all over his face and then he's dressed in orange and he's just a crazy person right and it it starts off with him but then it's a pullback and they keep going back to this where apparently they're doing it's not mental health evaluations but they're you're contracted to see if you actually want to participate in this purge because with this experiment of the purge you're getting paid to participate too you get both if you stay on the island you get five thousand dollars no matter right. what. Right. As long as you well, stay on the island. you survive. Well, I don't know. Maybe they even give it to your next of kin. I don't know. They didn't, eh, go, yeah. into, they didn't go into that no, detail. They didn't go into that right. stuff. But then you also get co- – like you get uh, – why am I forgetting the word? You get compensated for participating in the purge as well. So they give you these contacts that allow them to see through your eyes what you're doing so they can give you – now – once again, a missed opportunity, they should have had, hey, here's a list of things you can do and we'll pay you based on this list. Right. And if they had shown That's what people. what I was waiting for. Ah, yeah. What, what, what percentage you get for what? And, exactly. you know, if there was a different incentive for different things or how you do this or, you know, if it's more graphic or like that, right. all that kind of stuff. And that's what I was waiting for. And when initially they scan over, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit, and they scan over and go to the party and everybody's phone starts blowing up, yeah. I thought they just upped the ante for doing shit. That's what I was expecting it to be. No, because that would be smart. Right. And by the way, I don't even think Kelly and I like had this as a plan to talk about this. That just came to us naturally, naturally. because that's how you think about things. Like That would give you an explanation plus, and skipping ahead as well, when they have to hire mercenaries to go help this process along, guess what helps processes like that along or processes like that along? Fucking money. Right? So if people are stealing, yeah, if people are stealing more than murdering and the whole goal of this is to have people murder, then you put down the cash prizes for stealing. You say, hey, no, sorry, you're not giving you we money for this. We don't want looting. Yeah. We don't care about that. But murder is fucking a thousand bucks. So, you know, go knock yourselves out. It's ridiculous. How did they right. not think of this? Right. Or why why they wouldn't incentivize incentivize I can't See, say I know either. we can't speak today. <laughs> incentivize. Right. Doing yeah, that. Instead of just saying, "Hey, we might give you some money, but we're not going to tell you how much it is, but go risk your life for an idea of money." 
which I guess is supposed to make Americans seem stupid, which many are. So True. maybe that is just the case. I see, I feel like there was a lot of because they interview a couple people. So you start off with Skeletor, which is probably the extreme of the bunch, and then you get the two old ladies who complain about being made fun of because they were immigrants. I, I don't guess. know. I think that was another because there are a few shots, you know, at the Trump administration in this movie. Surprise, surprise. Right. I think they're immigrants. And I think people in Staten Island were telling them to go home and all that kind of stuff. Really? Yeah. In Staten Island? Of course, in Staten Island. Really? So you see them do like two things in the movie. Once again, and we're going to get to many more storylines that yeah. have no payoff. No point. No point. No payoff, no point. No callback either. No, nothing. Yeah. They are one of them. Because for some reason, at one point, they set up a bunch of teddy bears that explode, but somehow are never in the position where anyone would ever be. So why even do it? It's not like you're getting any credibility for not killing people, but for making a mess of your stuffed animals? Like, I don't get it. Yeah, it's in a it's in a random alley. It's not anything that people are going to need to be funneled through. It's not in the main part of like of Main Street or anything, which they did in Anarchy, which they did in Election Year, where they, you get to draw people out, right? Which would be the point. Or I was actually surprised they'd even do a callback to where no one decided to get up on their roofs and start shooting people. Really, nobody nope. thought of that. That wasn't an issue either. Nope, no one up on the roofs doing anything. Now, the only thing I could think of where I can give them a little leeway is because it is the first purge, people don't know the cool things that you can do. No, I expect that. Like, obviously, the teddy bears were something that that would be, you know, a side thing. You, Of course, we got the, you know, guy with the machete. That's an easy one. But I was just surprised at even how people weren't defending themselves just right. in case. Like, well, why wouldn't you be on the roof? If everybody tried to come into your building, you'd pick them off. Like... I think the part that I laughed about probably the most in the movie, because this movie wasn't even fun to make fun of. Oh, but, no. It was just bad. Right. But the part that I probably made, like, joked around about in my, like, in my room by myself, just, like, talking to myself, like, this is fucking terrible, is every person in the movie loved to be out in the open with no protection and have their own little conversations. Like, no one is out here who can kill us right now. Right. But everyone is outside that can kill you right now right it was the dumbest thing i may have ever seen in a horror movie besides the guy in jason x saying hey don't worry everyone he just wants his machete back (laughs) oh that hurts a little bit and it's one of those even if the purge had never had this is the first purge even if you know me and you obviously are slightly tainted because we've seen the other purge movies and we know what the potential is there right I've still seen horror movies, though, as a normal person. Like, if, if shit's going to go down, you, your level of guard should be up. Right. And we also, Kelly and I, completely understand that in order to make a horror movie work, in most cases, you need idiots. Like, you need people to be kind of unaware of the situation. But, you need the self-sacrifice. Yeah. But you need, like, two characters, not all of them. Yeah, and, yeah, you can you can work with it a little bit and make people just not complete morons. Right. Because you are dealing with absolute life and death. Even in regular horror movies, it's against the law to be killing people. 
So you can be like, oh, well, maybe someone will catch them and they'll get their comeuppance. But in this movie, you literally can do whatever you want. Right. So why would you trust anybody that they're not going to do whatever they want? And they threw that in there, too, with that guy who showed up out of nowhere with the whole yellow, you know, baggy suit on with the weird mask. And he yeah. got oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. he got the brother and the sister with a gun <laughs> pointed to them and then end up being full of water. And then he runs away. And it's like, that's just a pussy move to begin with because they're trying to make it like, oh, don't worry, not everyone here thinks of this as real. This is also a joke to people, but that wasn't the point of the movie. So why exactly. would you even do it? Why would you do that? It just shows that your main characters are so are fucking dumb. Yeah, yeah. That they got lucky. It's just, it's such a shame after how good Anarchy was. I know. To have that to deal with that. such a good movie. Right. It was, I said it on the show, it was the Warriors meet a horror movie. Yeah. Which is exactly what everyone wants all the time. And it's in LA. Who doesn't want to burn LA to the ground? Like, this is just fantastic. Yeah. I mean, no one cares about Staten Island. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think what also kind of hurts a little bit with this is it, I don't, they're shoving way too much political bullshit in with this with uh, the races and classes. And it's, you know, all the missionaries just are mercenaries just happen to be white and they're the ones killing everyone. You're like, all the good people are black. Yeah. Right. Like there's not one white guy that lives in Staten Island. Really? No, no, no. Kelly, there was one. You might've missed it. Did you forget during the block dance party there was one really awkward white guy that was just like kind of dancing it was really funny yep nope didn't pick that one out go look back at that just for that moment it's it's priceless but at least in all the other ones it it was integrated this movie wasn't integrated at all with any of the main characters no because once again being a movie like this it's great to not have any subtlety whatsoever Uh. But that's one of the issues, and I know I've, I'm sure I brought it up on at least one of the other podcasts. My issue with this is the concept is so fucking good. And you can't say it's not like, or you can't say it's a ripoff of anything else. Like, you can talk about how people ripped off The Running Man with right. Battle Royale yeah. and, you know, and obviously The Hunger Games, which is a complete ripoff of Battle Royale. <laughs> Battle Royale at least did something different. Hunger Games is just, I mean, it's a shittier version, a much, much, much shittier version than anything Battle Royale ever did. But the idea that one day a year you can do pretty much anything you want with no consequences is a great, great idea. And the idea that they pushed in the first movie was crime is down 99.8%. There's no issues with anything. Like, everyone loves everyone. The economy is great. Like, all this shit is great. This one day, everyone gets to purge all their hatred. They get to try and steal money. They get to do whatever they want. That is a great concept. Purge and purify. That's that's the best tagline for this. Which didn't come up once in this. No, it definitely didn't. Because And... I can still give them the shadow of the doubt on this that, okay, so this movie takes place in 2016 or 2014. It's one of the two. Yeah, it's 2014. When we pick up in the first movie, it's 2022. 
Right. And by election year, it's 2040. Yes. So I'll give them that it took a while probably for everyone to get a little wiser to the situation. So they didn't really, in this movie, have anything religious whatsoever. People hid in a church thinking that a church would be safe. Obviously, it wasn't for mercenaries. But then they start doing the religious stuff as the movies go on. They didn't really touch on it that much in the first movie. But then Anarchy and Election Year both had a lot of religion tied into them. I just think that there could have been a fun possibility, at least getting into the history of the experiment on why the purge works and what it is. And at least I want to see some of the scientific like bullshit facts that they would have came up of why they're doing this with her, at least going into like her doing like a PowerPoint or something. I wanted that as opposed to her just standing there being like, so I'm the doctor that came up with this. and They're going to let me do it. Like I wanted more than that. I think that's the first time anyone has ever said, I want a PowerPoint PowerPoint. in my movie. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I, I want to relate to someone in this movie. You need to give me something that I care about. And it's also with her, even there, there was no forethought. So really, you didn't think they were going to, you know, hedge their bets on this? Come on. Yeah, I'm so sorry, Kelly. Did you think that Marissa Tomei was ill used in this movie? A little bit. A little bit? Are you sure? <laughs> I don't know. Her character was like, so well developed and uh, definitely had a payoff. Yeah. Big payoff. For anyone that, by the way, so I think this movie costs $13 million to make. The previous one cost $10 million to make. Yep. I'm guessing that $3 million difference went to Marissa Tomei. For, for, for her three days on set? Yeah, I'm sure. Maybe. Yeah, maybe that was maybe. three days. And by the way, I only knew two people in that movie. Good, I knew one. Okay, well, her. Right. And then the the woman who had the child who was hanging out with them for some of the movie. Okay. She was a detective in Dexter. And she was oh. around for a long time. But that's oh. the only other person I've never seen any of these people. Nope. Never. So nope. that was that was one thing for sure. But yes, for everyone that wants to know what the arc is of Marissa Tomei, and she probably had under 10 lines, I'm going to guess. Maybe under 15. I thought about counting it, but I said, no, I will not watch this movie again. Right. <laughs> It was somewhere around there. But she is the, what, psychologist, a psychiatrist? Psychiatrist who came up with the idea of uh, what it does is when you're able to release your anger and purge in a fully pure form in the fact that you don't have to worry about consequence and you're actually able to just get it all out in that moment or in that time frame, it's actually better for you mentally because it's just the best way to release it like that versus like okay well i mean i'm just gonna keep stifling yeah, it or i can only like, do this but... or you know i'll go home and like beat the dog or something versus beating the hell out of somebody else yeah it's it's that kind of a deal so it's actually better to get it initially out and then that way there is no residual that you're dealing with later on yeah in sexual terms it's the opposite of edging edging can be fun <laughs> I it depends on who's being somewhere. edged well good point could be I... the wwe you never know. No. But um. So, by the way, just to backtrack for a second, the name of this experiment is not the purge in this movie. Right. Skeletor gives them that idea, and at the end of the movie, they say, and we'll get into that later. But just so you know, the purge is not actually used in this movie. That's why people don't say P 
pur- like purge and pur- purge uh, blah, 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 purge and pur- <laughs> purge. Wow. Monday. Monday. Well, everyone's getting sick. so That's true. Yeah. Going back to Marissa Tomei. She mm. does that initial part. Then she's in the, you know, head of operations. And she sees that there are all of a sudden these mercenaries or what she thinks to be gangs. not yeah gangs not normal people out purging so she goes to the secret back office that i guess everyone can go into cuz she just walks right. in right she asks for the woman to find you know where these people came from they were in some secret warehouse that seemed to be abandoned before and now they all come out and i guess that were, were they nazis some of them i'm sure yeah, they had they did they played the Nazi thing, they played the clan thing. Yeah, very um, easy because there's only those hate groups ever. That's it. Yes. Right. Only those ones. <laughs> so when Marissa Tomei stumbles upon this, she's like, Oh no, the game is rigged. Like I she doesn't, by the way, she doesn't even threaten to tell anyone about this. Oh no. Yeah. There's no, like, she didn't send, like, wouldn't it have been great if her character, like, breaks away for a little bit and, like, sends help to the people in Staten Island and then she gets killed for it? Not she literally doesn't do anything and then gets killed? Well, no. She's like, I need all this on a flash drive. And then she gets killed. Yeah, but it doesn't, yeah. No, I know. There's no payoff. Yeah, there's no no payoff. payoff. Whatsoever. And even the woman that she asked to go back, like, that woman doesn't get killed either. Right. So it's only Marissa Tomei. She's the only one that didn't sign the NDA. That's why. Oh, corporate stuff again. Gets every time. It's all Gets about paperwork. Every time. So yeah, literally that was her whole entire arc. She did nothing right. but give them the idea and then not help anybody and then just be killed unceremoniously. Right. You just see her on a camera where a bunch of guys surround her and then they shoot her. It's not even like you can pretend like she goes off and has like horrific torture done to her, anything like that. She just gets shot and she's dead, which makes her a lucky one. Right. And I'm pretty sure that was a headshot, too. That was very John Wick. Yeah, very fucking boring. Not like John Wick. Not like John Wick. (laughs) So, yeah, that was a... That was a storyline arc that made no sense and had no payoff point. and no point. Yeah. Yep. The other one were the, you know, the ladies that we talked about. They also had no point. The and then women, we'll right? get to Skeletor as well, but I'm not sure we want to go there yet because he plays a part in the ending, but not in the way you would think in a movie he should play a part in the ending. Right, exactly. So I think we covered all the basics, right? Yeah, for the most part. So then, let's get to our main characters. All right. Oh, all right. I let's see. I gotta actually pull up these names because I've. I don't want to even. I don't want to call them by their names. Okay, good. It's gonna be good. the opposite of that movie. Don't call. Okay, good. Don't call me by their names or whatever the fuck <laughs> that is. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the fault in your stars. Oh. Oh, movie title references. Let's do this. So, Dimitri. Is the leader of the gang. The, the drug lord in Staten so, Island. By the way, the drug, drug lord, lord. The drug lord who I think they call him that, if I'm not mistaken. He is uh, the drug dog. lord. Yeah. He has over 20 people working for him. Oh, yeah. He is a bad guy. In theory. Look, he's a bad guy. All right. Sorry. Mm. When, you're, when you're in control of all the drugs that go into a place... <laughs> 
Staten and, Island. Yep, and you have an arsenal of weapons, and you have no problem killing people. You're a bad guy. Okay. So I'm just saying that. So there's Dimitri. Now he has a You're stereotyping this person putting that in that box. Okay, continue. Movie land wise, he's a bad guy. Normal movie land wise. Well get yeah, well look, take a movie like Goodfellas. Everyone in that movie is a bad guy. (laughs) But you care about the characters because they give you something to care about. Right. This movie doesn't do that though. Well, yeah, we're gonna get to that. Dimitri also has, you know, his chosen hench people that are around him more than others. Now, his you, shock collars. Continue. Yeah, you would think that maybe they'd have some personality or something because there's a girl who has cornrows and a neck tattoo, and apparently she's supposed to be the badass, and yet only does one thing the entire movie. And not during the experiment. Right. So at one point... Dimitri is telling all of his gang, we're not participating in this because we don't know what it is. And I get that. That's actually logical. Right. That is odd. You don't get to where you are as the drug lord of Staten Island without being a little logical. Let's be quite honest about that. So he tells all his guys, we're hiding out here. They're not leaving. I, I read somewhere in a review or something because sometimes I like to read like other people's reviews to see how stupid they are. Someone said they were leaving. I'm pretty sure they weren't. That's no. their that's their area. They're protecting their right. area. They're holding down their turf. Yeah, it'd be very weird for them to leave. So they're not going to participate. But then one of his guys, because there always has to be some guy who you know opposes the leader. I think his name is Capital A or some bullshit. <laughs> He mouths off and says, but I want to purge or I want to, you know, cleanse myself or yeah, but whatever. The fuck. It's my patriotic duty or so. He actually pulls something like that out of it. And you're like, what? What? Some bullshit. Yeah. yeah. That's when the girl with the neck tattoo takes care of him with like a few hits. But that's it. He, he's not dead or anything like slap that. Slap him around. Yeah, just bit. slap around a little bit. Like, listen to me. I told you what to do. Now my hench girl, you know, takes care of you. Whatever. Right. <laughs> a little before that. We also meet when they're doing the whole lineup for the, you know, the amount of money people are getting and all that kind of stuff. You meet another, get this, another group of people that have no payoff for their storyline. You meet the three wise men. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And you think, yeah, because you think with a name like that and they're like the people who have like have been in Staten Island for forever. The original OGs. Yeah. So they're so you would think maybe they're badasses and maybe they'll do something in the movie. Not so fast, Kelly. <laughs> Not so fast. <laughs> but we shall get to that. Mm. The other quote unquote major characters in this movie, I think her name is Naya and Isaiah. Yeah. yeah those so two. Naya and Isaiah are brother and sister. Naya used to date Dimitri. Now Don't I worry. originally thought that Isaiah was Dimitri's son because when she got all mad at him, I was like, why are you getting mad at him? This doesn't make any sense. And she was making it seem like they were family. Yeah. So I thought Isaiah was, but no, they are brother and sister. Mm. But Isaiah has been working for Dimitri without Dimitri knowing it and without Naya knowing it. And he is, of course, a drug dealer. Oh, shocking. Of course, because you need to stereotype that you know, they're not bad 
so let's make him a drug dealer. Right. So he meets up with he meets up with Skeletor before the whole thing happens, and Skeletor is you know running his nonsense mouth, and then cuts him across the neck with a razor blade. So Isaiah was supposed to leave Staten Island, but because he wants to get back at Skeletor, because no, I was disrespected, yo. Yeah, and I think that might have actually been a line in the movie. Yep. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I'm because disrespected. Stereotypes are bad. Right. So we shouldn't put them in movies, but over we're gonna do over it over and over again. By the way, I don't think I've heard that particular um, offensive word so many times in a oh, while. Oh yes. The, Holy shit! The even N the word. Music. I can't now. Look, I do hate that as adults on a medium where we shouldn't be able to get in trouble for anything, and since we're right. using it in the correct context, right. we still can't. Right. The N word is used in this movie more times than I've heard it oh since. I think it's in more times than Barbershop One and Two combined. Oh yeah. I'm gonna take that guess. Oh, absolutely. I completely agree with you. Like I would, that's what kept standing out to me. I'm like, I feel like I should have like a, this is like a head count for John Wick. Like there's something going on here. Maybe even more times than the NWA movie. Wow. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Cause that was actually not a bad movie. Hmm. I watched that. Yeah. Like I can't ever say anything that they said in the movie, but I did watch it. <laughs> so that was one thing. And we'll get to another little part that I thought was hilarious at the end with, with dealing with that. But yeah, the N word is just flying around here. It's fine. And you would think maybe, maybe because they love playing on all these stereotypes, maybe you'd have a white person say it so that a black person could kill him. And you'd right. be like, yeah, good job. No, they don't even do that. <laughs> you can't even do that. We stoop low, but not that low. Yeah, good job, Blumhouse. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's what everyone would have wanted. Right. Even white, for yeah, it. even white people would have cheered for that. <laughs> like it, it was so obvious that it needed to be done, and it still wasn't done. It's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. <sighs> so that's the whole story. So Naya would have left as well, except she was running a church group as a protection. So it wasn't like hugely religious or anything, but she no, wanted no, no, no. to, you know, she wanted a safe house, right? That yeah. did have security, but not security good enough for mercenaries. Which yeah, you know, not, not, yeah, yeah, not that, so much. That makes sense. So, the other side characters that were that we meet is the woman who has the daughter Selena. So that was the woman from Dexter. She right, basically right. Okay, does yeah. she does absolutely nothing the entire movie. So there's no reason to talk about her except to say that she is there. And then the sassy neighbor. Oh my god! I think her name was Dolores. Is it Dolores? It's either Delilah or Dolores. No, it's Dolores. I think so. I Dolores. think it was Dolores, yes. She's got the one-liners, baby. Whole point, she's there. Oh. Only reason. It's awful. It oh, is yeah, awful. It is. And you think, oh, yeah, you think they're going to let us off and have her die, have her sacrifice no, herself, something. I was waiting something. for one of those two to be like, I need the money, like the one with the kid, and then turn and try to kill some of them because you're going to get so much money depending on how high your murder count is. But they never give you any of that. Like right. nobody turns in this. Yeah. And you're so like, at one point when the mercenaries come out, we've already alluded to it, but the whole entire church congregation or that safe house gets wiped out except – for the woman with her daughter and Dolores. The smart ass. I think it is. I can you can you talk while I look that up because I got to make sure that's the right name. 
No, I'm pretty sure it is here. I also have it right in front of me. I'm very sure it's that because it, that name stood out to me. Yeah, because I don't want it's to. It's Dolores. It is. Yes. Yeah, see, it is. It's Dolores. I can't believe I paid attention that much to I'm know so that. So proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But they even mention when Naya and Isaiah find when they meet up and they find that the whole church has been taken out except for the woman and her daughter. They're like, where's Dolores? And she's like, I don't know, but she's probably dead. Let's just go. Dolores just shows up like she somehow makes it back without oh, and killing- not traumatized at all, by the way. She's purely like pissed off that you guys left me behind. Like that was it. Maybe, Kelly, you would think that at the beginning of the movie, when you realize the unfortunate squalor that the whole entire like the project area that they live in when with Isaiah and Naya and Dolores, when <laughs> I can't even believe it. When Naya goes over to complain to the landlord and the landlord isn't there and Dolores comes up and is like, I'll talk to that landlord. I'll get it done. Blah, blah. Wouldn't you think that maybe Dolores would kill the landlord and tell her about it? And it'd be like, Oh, that's so funny. Like that's a great way to bring this character into things. Nope. Nope. You don't even see the landlord. Nope. But they make a big deal to make sure you know that they're poor and they're doing what they need to do to get by. And I get it. I get it. But once again, the subtlety and the things you can bring in to make this a little interesting is just not there. It's lazy writing. Absolutely. It's lazy writing. And it's I, I get if you want to get on your high horse and try to paint some sort of picture, but there's a way to do it. So it's more of a revelation to your audience versus a blatant you need to read the billboard have you read the billboard because the billboard says this did you read the billboard because if you haven't we're going to read you the billboard again why do you do that nobody wants that that's why most people actually don't like avatar i don't want to see dances with wolves and pocahontas well i get it killing the earth is bad (laughs) i don't need a three-hour movie to tell me that not only that they ripped off fern gully as well they really ripped off it was Ferngoli. actually way more of a ripoff of Fern Gully than it was Dance <laughs> with the Wolves. But here's also the thing, by the way, and I wish I could find it. I probably could if I just looked it up. But yeah. I still remember, and I swear this is real, James Cameron doing an interview about Avatar and saying, I remember I think he was asked, he was like, well, why did you focus more on the 3D instead of the story which you've said yourself is a very generic story, something like that. I'm paraphrasing. But then James Cameron came out and said, audiences aren't smart enough to follow both. (laughs) And I agree with him. I do too, but then he's also selling us short. Yeah, but then we get to write, you know, we, we get to do this lovely podcast now and complain about that. We do. That is true. (laughs) People aren't all purging. So some places have, literal block parties going which on which i kind of love because as soon as they bring it up the two white people watching it go what people are partying in the streets i couldn't believe they'd do this i said i hope every single one of them is killed that's why i said <laughs> because they all deserve to die every single person who's out partying deserves to die because they don't understand the gravity of the situation exactly there it is and also they listen to terrible music uh, you're just a buzzkill. <sighs> yes, Party right. I'm the Skeletor of the group. <laughs> you are. The I'm just buzzkill. walking through the party with. By the way, can you kill somebody with three little needles coming out of your like this weird thing that you I have? I like how they're trying hand? to make it like Wolverine. By right. the way, but that does no way. Does that penetrate? Does that penetrate enough? Like I understand if you got in the heart, 
But even then, it's not like he's pushing in with air into your bloodstream. Right. You're not getting an embolism. Right. So I don't think that that would kill you normally. I could be, look, I could be completely wrong about that. But that seems like something, I don't know. I've seen like butcher knives go into people in like Saw movies and they're fine. I don't know. <laughs> I do base most of my life off of Saw movies. So right. that's why I never uh, do anything wrong. I just feel like one of those things is for a character who seems to be really, really into it, that that's like, why would you go with needles? Like, why are you? Well, he had that curved knife as well. Did he use that? Yeah. He used it at the party. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, but still then, but why, why would that be your initial? Are you, cause you're not ejecting anyone with anything. You're just kind of stabbing them. Yeah. Well, you would think that. For a party situation where he's loving it, that so many people are out there, he really only kills, I think, three people out of the Before hundred. everybody catches yeah. on. Well, if you had a better weapon or if you were stealthy, you could go ahead and do Keep more of that. Keep dropping people. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. would be Assassin's Creed. Absolutely. That's what you would think. But no, he kills like one woman. Then he kills an Asian guy. Then he kills like another woman, maybe. And then Isaiah happens to be there. He whips out his gun, but he's too much of a fucking pussy to kill him at point blank range. He drops the gun and runs like a little bitch. (laughs) And I guess that's supposed to make you like... So Skeletor was right. You are a bitch. I guess that's supposed to make you feel for the character or connect with him, but I'm not a bitch. I would have shot Skeletor in the fucking face. Right. That would have actually probably had more of a connection because now you're kind of realistic and not just a moron. Yeah, because that guy is a bad fucking guy. You know, whatever right. you want to say there's about no, Dimitri. You're no, like, oh, no, his kid's at home. That's not a factor there. No, he is now because you didn't kill him. He goes and kills more people. Yeah. And for some reason, Skeletor goes after him. So... He's going through, and then he finds a different gang of people that want to kill people, and then he hides out. Then he calls his sister. His sister berates him for calling her and lying to her in the middle of the street. That's when they get, you know, that guy who squirts water on them. But also, let's go to another Trump reference. When she first (laughs) leaves the church, she gets pulled under a grate by a trap, and a guy reaches and is trying to get at her legs from... The weirdest position. Weirdest angle. Plus, she's wearing jeans. Yeah, she's wearing jeans. Like, what are you trying to do, buddy? Like, at least have a plan that's thought through. This is ridiculous. She's a very cute girl, but that's a ridiculous thing to try. Yeah, first purge. It's the first purge. It's a trial and error kind of a thing. So when she kicks him off and runs away, she yells, pussy grabbing motherfucker. (laughs) I just went, wah, wah. <laughs> Not even close, mostly ankle. Yeah, barely even touched her vagina area. Right. Not her pussy area. I'm no crass person. All right. <laughs> See, vagina Uvula. first, pussy later. Right. <laughs> what is it? You gotta work your way into it, right? Poker in the front, liquor in the back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, old time jokes. <laughs> <sighs> Man. So that's when they meet up, and then they go to the church, and the church is wiped out, so blah, blah. Right. We're skipping around, obviously, because none of this matters. None on. of this matters. But when she does run away, she gets caught by Skeletor. Skeletor is about to just, I mean, he's yelling for people to come out to stop him. 
or he's yelling for Isaiah to come out to stop him somehow, like he knows that they're related or something. It says in Wikipedia that he's about to rape her. That is absolutely no, not the case. Absolutely not true. He's going to slice her throat. Right. So while his back is turned because Skeletor is also a moron, Isaiah comes out and stabs him in the back, but not a kill shot, and then runs away because why would you ever finish the job? Yeah, but that's a classic horror movie move anyway. No, it is. They never, they never, because they have to come back from the dead. And you're like, they weren't dead to begin with. But it would be nice to finish. I mean, I think of Anarchy. And I think about the lead character. The only guy he forgot to kill was the guy with the chain gun. But in general, he killed people to make sure that they didn't come back. Which is what John Wick does. You kill people to make sure they don't show up later when you're killing more people. Because you don't need more people killing you. Yeah. Cover your bases. Exactly. So let's get back into um, our drug lord amazingness. Now, he's bored, hung up in his uh, McMansion, and he's got to have his hose all up in there. Yeah, he gets two. Because, you know, switch it up. Two are gifted. Yeah, I look, I'm not holding against him. Like, good for him. Live your life, buddy. Live your life. So <laughs> it turns out, surprise, because no one could see this coming, Yeah. that the two hoes, or whores, what, what do they prefer? It's 2018. Is there a technical term? I think ho can be plural. Hose. Because me right? and my hose. Yeah, yeah. hose. So the hose. Because horse doesn't sound right. Horses? Yeah. No, you just say horse. Horse sounds right. Ho- but these are hoes. Okay. All right. There's, I don't know the difference. There's different slangs. So this is these these two are hoes. So. I'm pleading negligence because I don't know. Okay. All right. So hoes. You don't have the background in it. It's fine. But we knew. Wow. You got that mic rattle? there yeah sorry about that my apologies it's all right so what happens is you can tell from the moment they walk in that they are going to attack him and try and kill him which is exactly what happens i was surprised that they showed as much of the fight as they did because he's just throwing these bitches around it was a decent fight though yeah but dimitri held his own and two women shocking well 2018 there is no difference in body type between men and women Men are nowhere near stronger than women. Women are as strong as men, no matter what. I don't know how many times I have to tell you this, Kelly. I don't get why I have to continually remind you. Biology doesn't exist anymore. Everyone is the same. So please. All right. I'm sorry. Let's go on with our The First Purge review. All right. Yes. Thank you. I want to take a drink. Do you want to continue? <laughs> um, so he naturally defeats them because um, it's natural. Um, mm. Their tits weren't. Bam! Oh, and there's the hose. Though it's 2018, and I shouldn't say that. Oh, slap on your wrist. Everything is real. So really, which is what I think that, I mean, even we could go into the Godfather reference here. I don't know why he didn't go to the mattresses and didn't think uh, another drug lord wasn't going to try to take over his shit when this was going to go down. He didn't have to participate in it, but he didn't really seem super prepared for it either. He did not because he thought he's a drug lord of Staten Island Island, and no one (laughs) is going to fuck with him the way I fuck with Staten Island. Yeah, so that, that worked out super well. Uh, so unlike and they snitch too. They do. Yeah, they snitch hard. <laughs> Which I, I I think it's interesting that in that whole scenario and 
They still let them live, though. It's 2018. Yeah. And their punishment, by the way, is they can't come back to Staten Island. Staten Island. (laughs) (laughs) So you find out Capital A is the one behind this. He's the one who's trying to knock off. Surprise. Dimitri. One of the only other people that you meet. So I'm guessing it's him. On a first name basis. Yeah. Uh, So Dimitri has the two hoes set up to tell capital a that you know the job's been done and of course then capital a is ambushed by dimitri and all of his henchmen shit goes south everyone dies and then dimitri has a pretty fantastic line in the uh, effects too of i have no problem shooting you you know directly in the face i don't have to get bitches to do it or something along those lines and then shoots him in the head and I also like that capital A was begging and then realizes, oh, no, he's going to kill me and says, fuck you before he dies. So right. I like that, too. Don't go out on your fucking knees. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So Own good it. for him. Yeah. So and then D's, D's henchmen kill because they start calling him D as well. So we might as well call him D as well at, at around this point. Right. So D's henchmen take out those henchmen. So now he's got no issues. But instead of still worrying about security and whatnot they go out for a joyride it seems because they're not going anywhere in particular because they can't go anywhere anyway no one can get off the island right and it's not like they're going to check on naya at this point so he's just out joyriding making jokes that he purged and all this bullshit and then a flaming car hits him from the side and then mercenaries take out all his boys and of course you you skip over the people fucking on the car and then the bird. Well, we car. didn't see anything. And I mean, were there even tits? I don't there think was so. Ass? Yeah, well, it's a dude's ass. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't care about that. <laughs> I know it's 2018, but I don't have to care. <laughs> that also pisses me off about horror movies, is I want way more nudity back in them. Yeah, that's true. We, we haven't seen good tits in a while. I will say the movie that we're going to end up doing as a crossover event between Ian Hates Music and Ian Hates Movies, where I do American Satan with Dave and Jackson, most likely. That movie has a lot of sex in it, and I am very happy about it. It's very eyes wide shut. Oh, which is on Netflix now. Anyways, back to the movie. So, yes, we skipped over the two fucking on the car, but then basically D wakes up. The guy who's in the car with him, he's not dead. But he's hurting. D gets out, takes these, you know, like military grade weapons and so good of a shot, apparently, kills like all the mercenaries with one shot. But when it comes down to it, he has to take three or four shots. Wait, what do you mean? I'm just jumping. I'm jumping to the end without getting well, giving anything uh, away. Well, for this moment. Then right. he calls more of his then he boys. He loses up. his shit. Yeah. Right. Continue. They get tons of weapons and they go over to where the three wise men are. Now, three wise men, I guess, are having a firefight with the mercenaries, but they haven't done anything the entire movie. No, you just happen to stumble upon them. Right. And all their people get killed except for the three of them. And they're like, oh, make sure we make this count. You know, go down in a blaze of glory. Fine. I'm cool with that. Whatever. But then I'm pretty sure this wasn't a 3D movie, right? Ooh, it might have been. No, it definitely wasn't. It absolutely wasn't. So why did they shoot this next scene the way that they did where all these mercenaries who are supposed to be really expertly trained get outflanked by the gangsters 
with smoke grenades. And then all of a sudden, all the gangsters can see through, but not any of the mercenaries. And they cut them and basically, like, what do you call it before? The Assassin's Creed them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just come up behind them and just and knock them out. But the blood is so badly done that it actually sprays at the screen. And it's a different <laughs> color than it should be. So I was like, what the fuck are they doing? And then... <laughs> I, I kid you not, some of the gangsters are double fisting AK-47s, which is ridiculous. That's, yeah, that's very Terminator. Um, They're not strong enough to do that either. No! So why are they, I mean, I know I'm, it looks cool. Because it's a video game, well, apparently. Yeah, it looks cool, I guess, but holy fuck, like, have some reality somewhere. Like, that was one of the parts of The Purge that I used to enjoy, was that since it tapped into your primal urges... It was more realistic than a Jason movie or Freddy or Michael Myers. You know, there was no supernatural part of right, this element to it. Yeah, exactly. I like that idea. But now you've got somehow they're stealthy and they know all this stuff. They're just gangsters. They're just gangsters. I mean, they, they I mean that they do know the territory. This is where they, you know, this is their hood. This is where they've grown up. They were outside. That- I know exactly. That's why that doesn't even cover that. Like that, that doesn't suddenly give you military training. I can't flank my house, even though I've lived in it for how many years. Like that's not the same. The tactical training's different. I mean, I get the whole fight or flight thing, but that doesn't. You're not suddenly trained to be able to do all that stuff. Very, very unrealistic. Oh yeah. So at this time in the movie, they save the three wise men. Which don't they don't join them. They just no, like thank them. And there's them. no callback to yeah. them either. You know, they, they pick up on the radio, you know, the transmitters or whatever, that a big group of mercenaries is headed towards the projects where Naya and Isaiah and Dolores live. Now at that point, that's where they're all back to. Naya, Dolores, the woman, her child, and Isaiah are all back at their regular house. On the fourteenth floor. Yeah, their regular apartment. Whatever. So now these mercenaries and military people, their entire goal now is to wipe out anyone left alive in these three major project buildings. I think it's three. If not, maybe two. I don't it doesn't matter. It doesn't it's matter. The, it's the epicenter, it's the whole point of this project. If this if this succeeds, it'll happen here. So that's their main objective is to clear out those buildings. I think it it shocked me a little bit when they said, when Dimitri said, who says it to them? Where, or does Naya come up with it? We're on the 14th floor. So it'll take them a little bit to get up to us. So like you're really, your time's being, you're thinking about all the people who are being killed below you to prepare right. and hope that you'll survive when they finally get up to you. And they have one gun that Dolores had with like five shells on it. And it's a joke. Like, it looks like a giant Joker gun. Yeah. And by the way, when she used it, which isn't a bad plan, they push things against the wall, against the door, so that makes it harder for people to get in. When they push that out, she's on the ground waiting to shoot them in their legs, which, because she knows they have body armor, she says that, which is fine. I'm I'm okay with that. And then Isaiah is supposed to stand up and, you know, stab and murder the people that, you know, are shot from their legs down or whatever. Fine. That all that all works. What I thought was absolutely ridiculous is that Dolores asks her, 
how do you know how to use that gun? And she's just like, I just know how to use it. And they leave that for a second, and we'll, we'll get to that. Ugh. Yeah, we'll get to Yeah, exactly. Ugh. You know exactly what I'm talking about. We'll get yep. to it. Yep. But let's go to even more ridiculousness before we get to that. So now, obviously, as we said, Dimitri needs to go to those buildings. and needs to go save Naya. So him and his crew roll up again, you know, armed to the teeth, and all of a sudden some drones come up and <laughs> shoot and kill them all. <laughs> this is why people won't let Amazon do this for this fear. Exactly. That's right. what I'm worried about. Absolutely. That's exactly what I'm worried about. The drones leave after killing everybody except him. for him and his buddy. His right. buddy's injured, so can't go with him, but he's not dead because you see him at the end Later of the movie. Later on, yeah. right. But that's where the girl dies. That's where the guy who sacrificed it's, himself. Yeah, or, exactly. Blaze of glory? Not so much. Not so much. And he takes the time to put his jacket over her, but not all of his other buddies. So was there a connection that we were supposed to know about? Was there something special about her? Was he fucking her since he's not fucking Naya anymore because they're you know ex-boyfriend and girlfriend? What the fuck? Yeah, no one knows. He does make a reference to her in that initial meeting before he she slaps around um, capital A yeah. about how um, you know I take care of her family, I pay her bills, I do blah 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 blah. Where loyalty is born and something along those lines by owning but people. That's it. Hmm. No other reference. You don't. She doesn't speak at all ever. No. She has no lines. That's why the budget was under thirteen mil. Right. So Ugh. now though, somehow. Dimitri turns into fucking Rambo. Literally. Like, white beater. White beater, big muscles. <laughs> Very diehard. Like, he's... Like, packs up all the guns into one bag, just walks towards the projects by himself yeah. with no more drones, apparently, no nothing, just a clear path for him to get there. He then <laughs> Rambos his way up 14, 14 floors with tons of bad guys he hits the power at one point he doesn't have night vision goggles and yet is the only person who can see and mm -hmm. slit their throats without making a sound yes that's how damn good he is all of a sudden at that then has a fight in the stairwell where somehow has all these martial arts moves as well yep. it's not oh, yeah. that's not gang fighting no that was not gang fighting so it's martial arts one-on-one, -on -one, fist v. fist, he's hitting their huge armor that they have and still hurting them somehow and not hurting himself because that's how fighting works, right? <laughs> and he ends, yes, up, absolutely. he ends up killing everyone and also brutally kills one of the guys by choking him to death until he snaps his neck. Gear snap. Yeah. Yes. But this is the good guy. Right. Remember. Right. Remember, the drug this lord. Is, yeah, this is the good guy. So he travels up the stairs killing more people. He makes it somehow to nigh in them, like skipping areas where there should be people. Mm -hmm. Now, the main bad guy, I guess, who you still don't know their name, you don't know why he's the main bad guy, but yep, he's the... You nothing. But you know why he's the main bad guy? Because he's dressed the like whitest. A Nazi. Well, he's the whitest. And dressed like a Nazi. Yeah, well, the whitest. Right. So... <laughs> Like that, just even the military, like, kind of haircut and everything. Like, it was the perfect, like, stereotype for this character. Yeah, exactly. Because you're supposed to know you hate him because he's white. Yeah. 
So that guy then tells all of his group, hey, without using the M-word, hey, some guy is killing our guys. This is personal now. So they go. he goes, we're going to wipe everyone out. They were already wiping everyone out. It wasn't like they were skipping doors and allowing some people <laughs> oh, no, to Oh, these guys are okay, right, yeah. Yeah, no, so why do you have to say that? <laughs> this movie is so lazy. The writer should be embarrassed. Yeah, absolutely. Except that it made over 10 times the amount that it costs. Oh. So that's why he's not embarrassed. He's getting his it's- dick sucked right now. But that's what sucks, though, because Scott Pilgrim didn't even remotely make their money back, and it's such a better movie. Right. Well, that's one of the reasons why I hate most Blumhouse productions. They hit every once in a while. Get Out was a good movie. Get Out was amazing. There was something else that they did. Anarchy was good. Yeah, Anarchy was good. There was something else they did that we could – did we cover it? Wow. Why do you keep on hitting your mic? Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Jeebus. Well, I had to let people know. I know. That's all me. My apologies. So I can't remember what exactly. Oh, but they have movies that I despise, like the Belko experiment. You know, they do like split. They do movies like that. But I get it because they make so much money for putting no money in. So you can only blame the rubes that go to see their movies. Yeah, but I think the thing is, is they also know how they can give you a good trailer. That's the one thing they really can produce because in theory, me and you were both excited for the Belko experiment. We were, but I was also duped because there was that review that I normally trusted. Mm. And now I know they're just sellouts that take money to give good reviews. I learned Um, a lesson from that. Oh, good. Yeah. I mean, what can you do? Yeah, but so wait, did you, you, you saw Split? On HBO. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, but isn't that it's supposed to be an X Men thing, isn't it? No, Split's a fucking M Night Shyamalan movie. It's part what of the am I um, thinking it's of? part of a, the Unbreakable universe. That's the one with um the guy from oh. X Men. Yeah, Wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, McAvoy. Scottish. Yes. Yeah, McAvoy. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's an M Night Shyamalan movie. That's why that movie sucks. No matter, oh, well, everyone right. can tell you that McAvoy is great at doing the different personalities, and that's fine. But the, but the writing, yeah, the yeah. writing and the just the believability of the movie isn't there. Where Unbreakable okay. was a more believable movie, okay. Split is not, and that's why the new movie Glass, that one's even more unbelievable, and it's M Night Shyamalan, so you know it's gonna suck. It suck, yeah. yeah. But also, you know, Blumhouse is the ones they do Insidious, and Insidious is Ugh. awful. Yeah. It is plain awful, and the last movie. Insidious The Last Key was made for $10 million. It grossed over $160 million. Guess what? That movie, Unfriended, Dark Web. Oh, I watched, yeah. I watched oh, Unfriended, yeah. the first one on HBO or whatever. <laughs> Unfriended, Dark Web cost less than a million to make. It made $10 million. Yeah, they always, always do they that. They always make money. They always oh. do. So guess what? And here's another thing, too. I watched Happy Death Day. I saw it on like <laughs> Stars or Showtime or whatever. It's a ripoff concept, but it's not a bad, like it wasn't a bad movie. Huh. But they're making a fucking sequel that's coming out in 2019 already because they know they can just milk all those rubes, just take their tits and just milk them. That's what how, Blumhouse does. How many Scream movies are there? There are four. Okay. And 
all of them are better than any Blumhouse movie. Well, yeah, duh. I just, I have a deep-seated hatred for Blumhouse. No, I know. Yeah, it's it's a it's long like time. Yeah, well, I hate Blumhouse probably more. Wow. Well, because at least DC has made comic books in the past that were passable as That's stories and things. Like, okay. they were they were innovative for what they were doing. They, well, DC just sucks at movies. Yeah. And that's why I don't want them getting together with Blumhouse because that would be just an absolute disaster. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, The Gallows was a terrible movie. They're making a second one. I can't even believe it. These found footage bullshit movies. Like, it's just awful garbage. So, all right, back to the fucking movie. Ugh. D shows up after, you know, this crazy Ramboing it up all throughout this 14 stories. (laughs) He makes it. Everyone's alive. And I think... That's when Dolores says, oh, no wonder you know how to use a gun, Naya. You were sleeping with the, you know, the big dog, the big dog of, of Staten Island or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, come on. That could not have been kept a secret. It couldn't have right? been. Not with what everyone knows. Right. In this community. There's no way Dolores. Is the one. There's no fucking know. way. Because oh. she doesn't seem nosy at all, by the way. There's no way she'd have no idea. No, the one who stuck her nose in the business of Naya with the landlord and everything else, talking about how she hates the sermon because he puts her to sleep. She knows everything about everything, but she doesn't know this? Come on. (laughs) Ridiculous. So then you have a standoff where, you know, Dimitri's, you know, saving everybody except Naya says, no, I'm with you, blah, blah. So they're taking on, they're having a you know, a firefight. And then the bad guy out of nowhere, out of nowhere, it's a grenade launcher is going to be used in this <gasps> one room. Right. But Skeletor shows up bum, bum, bum. and stabs like two of the bad guys and then gets killed unceremoniously again. So yep. you don't even get Skeletor versus Isaiah. You don't get any situation where Isaiah has to be a man. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't say that. 2018. You need Isaiah stand to be... Ground. Yeah, stand your ground. Be a person. You know, maybe be a woman. Be stronger than a man. And take this guy out for everybody. No, that's not how it happens. Skeletor's just crazy and decides to kill two people and then gets killed right away. Yeah, it's almost like a he was a flashbang. He was just kind of a distraction for a half a second. Yeah. And then Dimitri throws some... <laughs> some C4 and then tries to shoot. I at least like that they didn't have him hit it the first time. He throws it out there. He misses like twice. Right. Then shoots it after he gets shot in the gut. That that blows up. <laughs> Obviously, C4 is more powerful than a grenade launcher. So the fire is going to go fucking everywhere. He <laughs> dives under or over top Naya with a mattress over top of them and survives. Yes. And then basically the alarm goes off. And oh, yeah. it's the this end of the, the purge. This is the end of the purge. That's the end. So everyone survived of the quote unquote good guys, except for a lot of Dimitri's crew. Most of his crew, his close crew, oh, anyway. Oh, for sure. And then as they're walking out, the projects are like, you know, streaming people out of them. And everyone's giving D props as he's, you know, hobbling out with Naya. And Dolores is telling everyone, 
you know, watch out. It's the, king out of, of the way. It's the king of Staten Island, like all that shit. And everyone's Man. thanking D for helping them. What? And they basically ask him, you know, what can we do or what's next? And I had to write it down. Uh-oh, I had to is. write it down. Let's hear it. He said, now, now we fight. <laughs> or now we fight back. I don't even want to do it uh, like yeah, dramatically. Right? It's, one yeah. of the, it's one of the dumbest lines you can possibly do because you also realize, as I stated earlier, it's 2014 or 2016 in this movie. The purge goes until 2040. That fight didn't seem to work, buddy. You lost. Nope. You lost because you certainly didn't make any changes. And they also, I think what I was looking forward to with this movie is you have one character that is in every single other Purge movie in some regards. And I was <laughs> waiting for his origin to have something to do with this. Like maybe something. he was like maybe he was one of D's henchmen who learned something and then but then also remember well, age. No, I want it to be like some kid that's traumatized and he's the one who comes out of this. Like I want it to be like the six year old or something yeah. that, to be added into and that's that doesn't happen. They yeah, don't because do that. It's not Isaiah. So No, it's not no, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, once again, you have no consistency. Mm-mm. You have no nothing. Man. And then they go to the cutscene, you know, they go to the credits where it's I had to write this one down again. Oh good. I said, what a weird song to use at the end, too. N-word, we gonna be all right. N-word, we gonna be all right. And that's the song that they play. It seems really fucking weird, right? That's a weird choice. Yeah. Because there's another 40 plus years, or sorry, 20 plus years of The Purge. Still. I don't know. I just, I was so taken aback. It feels like a one-off. It feels like this is... uh... This isn't a real purge movie. It it like I said it's a to you. Cash grab. It, yeah, it's it's like the was it Cloverfield Paradox. Like it's a non a non Cloverfield movie that has the Cloverfield name. But if I like, read this like, correctly, what? all the purge movies were written by the same guy. So he had a stroke? I don't I don't know. I think literally, I think he just had so much sex that he just <laughs> doesn't care. Like he just had whatever his preference was. <laughs> Seriously, whatever his preference was, male, female, whatever, they're just sucking his dick all the time for making these Purge movies. He's just like, ah, look at me. I can make anything and everyone's going to love it. And this was the highest grossing out of all the Purge movies. Because people will pay for shit all the time. That's just the way it is. It sucks. And so credits roll, the weird song plays. And then you've got the guy who we didn't even talk about. He was the main guy with Marissa Tomei, who was uh, like the sec- Secretary of Defense. Yeah, he was in charge of everything. He tells people, "Hey, I think we're going to call this the Purge, and it looks like this went so well, we're going to roll this out like next year as a nationwide thing." And there you go. So you've got your stupid prelude to the fucking Purge. So I was looking over the names of the characters on my character development sheet. And Marissa Tomei is Dr. May slash the architect. Why didn't they touch on that? Like, <laughs> like you had an idea. Like, that could have been, like, a really interesting, like, either have a, either a dark bent or, like, it was a, a, a pure, a purist who wanted to, like, see the, you know, to see the real social aspects of good versus evil in humanity. 
and they don't do any of that. Like she was complete throwaway. But yeah, that was just a story of no point, no payoff, and it didn't need to be done. I think it's something we had talked about a while back, and I think I we kind of went off on a tangent. The thing I loved was the concept of the movies. They should have waited to start making it political. That's yeah. the problem. They went political way too quickly. We yeah. didn't need to hear about the rich versus the poor. We didn't have to hear about black versus white. We didn't have to hear about any of that kind of stuff or religion, you know, any of that kind of stuff. We just needed the concept and you would have made a lot more money doing the concept before going off and doing this. And I read a rumor is that the next Purge movie is going to be a heist movie during the Purge. But you should have done that before <sighs> then. You see yeah. what I mean? Like now yeah. it's too political. Yeah. So to you're going to still like squeeze that. all this shit into it. Um, I think it doesn't have to be political, but I like some of the the fun tangents that they could go that they did go off on as long as they just like lightly touch on them it still gives you a fun little like evil aspect of like oh, okay i could see that happening or oh i could see that happening i love one of my favorite parts of anarchy is during the auction like, yeah. i think that's fantastic no, that's a great, great play with with the you know the rich versus poor that's the same thing with the um the rich purchasing and snuffing people in right. their own home where they're safe, but they could still participate. Like I like that kind of fun, dark element yeah, to it. That's fine. Right. But it doesn't always have to be black and white in that regard. Right. Like there's still very, very wealthy quote unquote minor- minorities. Right. Why so those people are, wouldn't do it too. Cause that's crap. Of course they would. Right. And that's a, but remember in today's society, mm. you can't say that. It's white people bad all the time. And I get it. Like, I'm not even saying they're wrong for saying that. If they want to do that, that's their own choice. They know what market they're playing to. So we have enough self-hating white people that love that shit. And then you've got people that hate white people. So then they love it. That's a huge, huge percentage of people. Yeah, that is a huge market. Yeah. So you can't, I can't blame them for wanting to capitalize on that for sure. But when you have something like this, like, I like the craziness of the Purge movies. I like when they have people strapped to a car and their new hood ornaments for crazy people driving around. I like when someone hangs people from the trees, like the same tree to make it like a Christmas tree of dead people. Like that's fucked up shit. And that's the kind of stuff that I like. I like, I've only seen a couple episodes of the TV show, Mm. but in that, they have a human carnival where they just round up. It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor. They round people up and put you in cages. And then they have like carnival games. It's a huge, huge, massive carnival where you can throw knives at people as they spin. But it's <gasps> real. Like that is great. That's a fucking great idea. Oh, I might have to watch that show now. Well, it needs to be on HBO so it actually be well, good. I'll but... tell you, a lot of people complain about the trailers for the show because it is a graphic show. USA Duh. doesn't yeah, well that's what I mean though. USA still it's not HBO, but they don't have to follow network TV rules. So you get away with a lot more gore. It's the same as if it was on a, like AMC or something like the way The Walking oh, Dead. Yeah, that's true. You know okay, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that's the way I look at it. It's like The Walking Dead but not boring. Right. And repetitive. Yeah. 
I think it's only supposed to be eight episodes or something. Oh, okay, so it's almost like a mini series. Yeah, it might be renewed. I mean, come on, if it's making money, they'll fucking renew it and right. do whatever. But if you keep on going where you're doing separate stories of people that meet up and you try different things, I'm completely fine with that. This one doesn't seem to be as race related as oh, these new ones are. Okay. I get the poor versus rich thing. I mean, yeah, but you don't have to do it to that extreme. You don't have to beat people over the head with it. And I think you're doing it in a very, like, garish way. I think it, if you do it more subtly and make it more something that you actually have to think about in another perspective, then more people are going to retain it versus, like, if somebody just keeps screaming at you, you eventually just tone them out. No, it's very true. Very, very true. But I, I also get, like, I think the problem is people just see it as – bad versus good but if you look at it i know it's gonna sound weird but if you look at it social economically if you look at it that way so the new founding fathers of america take over a government that has failed then they get voted in so it's an overthrow then they get voted in now who knows if that vote really matters or whatever they don't really go into that shit but now they have no money they can't do any like our government right now Mm -hmm. we're in so much debt blah blah Mm-hmm. doesn't it make sense for the government to want to take out the poor because then they don't have to support them? Yeah. Logically, right. doesn't that no. make sense? Absolutely. So that is the direction they've gone with this. Now, the weird thing to think about, though, is because I think they've, even though they have the same writer, I think they wrote themselves into a corner a little bit. Because as I mentioned before, I could go back and get you the stats of all the stats that have fallen since they started the purge. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that mean that everything that was done before was done by poor people? Interesting. Yeah. So you paint yourself into the corner there because how do you make them the good guys? Yeah. When you've set up a a world in which they're actually at fault for their own problems. Well, no, because... Then you get into the whole, well, they never had the opportunity that the rich white people had. Yeah, because that's that, what they But painted. now that we've eliminated all the poor people, there's no longer an issue there. And that's what they basically have been saying right? for all the Purge movies. And right. this is coming from someone, by the way, who lives paycheck to paycheck. So I happen to live in a place that takes all my money, so I'm not poor <laughs> But I live paycheck to paycheck. I'm still saying the He's logical a things. Very cute little like 400 square foot apartment right now. It's so disgusting. I hate <laughs> it so much. And I, my rent is astronomical. It's ridiculous. But that's my own fault. I could go and live in Podunk Town, Midwest, and do better for myself. But then I take myself away from concerts. Mm-hmm. You know, I take myself away from that kind of stuff that I enjoy. So Same. it's my own fucking fault. But. I am nowhere near rich. I'm barely middle class. Bar- I'm yeah, probably. I'm pretty sure you'd have your shit together for a purge issue in Boston. How? You can't get weapons in Boston. Remember that we don't get the freedoms here. Yeah, but I mean, you have all your um, zombie apocalypse stuff at the house anyway, though. Yeah, that's not going to help me when someone sticks a gun in my face. Yeah, but are you really going to allow that to happen? I feel like you would be well prepared. You and I would be having casual conversation walking the streets of Boston during purge night. No, I think we talked about this before. You would do purge. I would. I would protect people. 
which means I wouldn't be out on the streets. I would set up some like community center. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would. I would be the protector the same way I would be if there was a zombie apocalypse. I'm always going to be the protector, not the killer. That's Unless the way provoked. I Say again. Unless provoked. Oh yeah, I'll kill bad people. I'll kill mm-hmm. like that's the thing that people talk about. Ends justify the means, right? Yeah. So it's the same as you better believe I would have killed Skeletor. Absolutely. In that fucking movie, because you right. know he's gonna. You've already seen him kill. You know he's going to continue killing, so the good thing to do is to kill him. Right. Doesn't matter what your religion says, I'm sure. I got to think. I gotta, I'm got. i not a religious person whatsoever. I got to think if there is a God up there where if you die, you get judged for what you've done in your life. If you were to kill someone like Skeletor, he's got to say, well done. Like, it can't be, nope, I said on the things, thou shalt not kill. Sorry, you're gone. I don't, I can't believe that that's how it works. I can't. So you're more of a case-by-case basis. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Context, Kelly. It's yes. 2018. I, I'm going back to this so much. It's 2018. <laughs> I know things have changed. There is no context anymore. I'm sure you can't even look a definition up anymore. <sighs> I still believe in context. That's my okay. religion. Context. That'll be an, uh, it's a good arm tattoo, actually. Context, motherfucker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll start taking up donations for that. <laughs> I would do it. Totally. If it was done with a, like a really cool design. Okay. Yeah, I'd be up for that. For sure. People start submitting your artwork, please. We're looking forward <laughs> to it. So, yeah, I felt very disconnected from this movie because I still can't wrap my head around how gangsters have been doing bad shit every single day for who knows how long, but then we're supposed to somehow root for them because they're now the good guys. Which the main character actually makes a reference to about how you do bad shit 364 days a year. This is the one day where everybody's allowed to do bad stuff. Right. They Yeah, they do reference that. That's with capital A. So yeah, I... I still think that was a really weird way to connect to your audience. So I don't know who your audience was. Was. That's the weird. It, it has to be then. I guess self-hating white people and people that hate white people. Are those the only people that watch horror movies? I don't think so. I think everyone. I mean, I would say most. I would say, and this isn't sexist because I can point out all the references I have. But okay. if I'm online dating or something. Oh. It's very rare for me to find a woman who enjoys horror movies. That's normally the... I mean, you don't particularly like horror movies, for instance. I like thrillers. I don't like graphic, gory shit. Without without context. I thought Anarchy is great. I think it's a fantastic movie. I would never go see, like, Cabin in the Woods or, or like, soft. any of this Well, by the way, um, I think you meant to say Cabin Fever. Sure. Cabin in the Woods is not gory. Cabin in the Woods is a hilarious comedy horror movie. Okay. Cabin Fever then. Yeah. Or you probably you probably wouldn't like Evil Deads because they're very gory. Yeah, though, I can't do that. Yeah. Oh, and even some of um 28 Days Later was a little much for me too. 28 Days Later should be the scariest movie. Because, yeah. Because 28 Days Later. realistic. Because, well, yeah, you couldn't. First of all, the zombies were super fucking fast. And then also, if they get anything on you, you turn into a zombie within like like a second. Yeah. So you're screwed because now you have to be completely covered up 
and somehow outrun those motherfuckers. And that's yep. just not going to happen. So, yeah, Boom. that was that's the scariest like zombie movie yes. because slow zombie movies are not scary. No, slow zombie movies are fucking fun. Well, that's, that's why I wish I, I wish for a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> the great equalizer. The great balancer. Well, what is it? That's why, um, oh, God. the It follows. It's kind of like, it's not scary, but because it, it's not running at you. It's not a really like a pop-out movie, but it's always coming. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I, I mean, always coming is a oh. fear of mine. So, for sure. That's why I say once a night. Once a night. Bullshit once a night. Bullshit. Thanks, too, to put you down. No, that's only for women. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe not even. Maybe not even. Oh. Got it. No, I think even though no movie scares me whatsoever, and that's because I'm a jaded fuck. I mean, that's honestly, I'm just a jaded person. Time. Yeah. But it follows never knowing how far. Now, by the way, anyone who wants to listen to our episode, I thought was very good on it follows because we go on theories of what you could do to get away from the demon. How much time you'd have to do that. Like how you could fly over to another country and time out how long it would be and then fly back and then it would still have to go back. So. There are different things you can go through. But yeah, It Follows was a very... Now, I believe they might be making a sequel to that, but a prequel, which is something we also talked about. But I haven't seen Ooh. anything recently. But I think... So, that, go ahead. I wonder if that's going to be like the history of like what the poltergeist is. No, I like think... How- so it's a prequel because they go back through the people down the line. So it's like mm. they're trying to find the history of where it started. Oh, 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 where it you came see what from. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but that, that could still give you the history of what it is too, though. Well, that's what I. I, th- I think that's what they're trying to do. You're right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that could be good. Yeah. Th- well, that's. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, on that episode, you said that's a terrible idea. No, because I want to know the history of what. No, this you thing should is. look. You should listen back just to that part. I'm pretty sure you did not like that idea. You didn't phrase it right, probably. That's not possible. You didn't sell it to that's me. That's I was selling my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> Hawking what I can. Damn straight. Oh, yep. so I did forget something. Oh. So when, oh, holy shit, we didn't Ooh. even talk about, oh, there were two things that I want to talk about. Sweet. One was Isaiah in his room had a poster of the brand new Halloween. Because, what, really? Yeah, because the brand new Halloween is a Blumhouse production. That's how I know it's going to suck, by the oh, way. Oh, no. Yeah, that's why it's going to be bad. Now, the only thing going for it is it has John Carpenter back. And it has Jamie Lee Curtis, and they have cut out all the sequels. And I don't know if you know this about Michael Myers, but originally they did not say in the first movie that he was brother and sister with Jamie Lee Curtis. That only happened in the sequels that they said that. So now if they cut off the sequels, he doesn't have to be brother and sister with her anymore. Interesting. Okay, so is this so it's not really it's not a reboot, it's just all this sh- stupid shit we had put in between this, we're going to pretend like that didn't happen, and we're just going to jump ahead 20 years? Yeah. I, I forget how many years they said. But yeah, well, however many of those years are, they jumped. Actually, no, it's 50. Wait, wait. The first movie came out in 78. Shit. So they've jumped ahead a little bit more than 20 years. Yeah, a little bit. Yep. So. 40. 
I'm going to wait to see what the reviews are for that. Okay. I would like to do that on the show because yeah. we can go back to some of, you know, the concept. Because I personally, I know this will piss some people off. I'm not a fan of Michael Myers. Okay. I understand he was one of the first, but give me Jason and Freddy any day. I mean, by far, Freddy Krueger is the perfect horror character. Well, yeah, because he gets you when you're most vulnerable. Well, and you can't really kill him, really. Well, like you, that's well, see, that's why I said we should do Dream Warriors. Okay. Because your theory is a little doesn't work as much, but because he gets you when you're most vulnerable, technically. Right. That's you know that plays to his advantage, but also his power is based on who believes in him. It's like Santa Claus. Like Tinkerbell. Yeah. So, All right, interesting. yeah, I've always thought Michael Myers was kind of a pussy, especially because also in the sixth movie, Paul Rudd beats him down with a lead pipe. If Paul Rudd can beat you down, you're kind of a pussy. Yeah, but we're not. Those don't come into it. We're purely looking at the first one and the. But you better one. believe, look, if Michael Myers busted through my door right now, I'd be pretty freaked out. But I also take my fucking sword and take out his knees. I was going to say, you have shit hidden behind Oh, I have you. literally, <laughs> I have shit hidden all over all my apartment. Over there's apartment. no there's no place you can go in my apartment that doesn't have a weapon, weapon. in arm's length. So, yeah, yeah, Michael Myers, it's a small apartment, though, as we mentioned. <laughs> so I'd have to work on a little maneuverability. But you better believe I'm taking out those fucking knees. And then I'm stabbing you in your fucking head. And then I'm cutting <laughs> off your head. And then each part of your body. Like... No, no supernatural killer could ever come after me because I would never run away right. after striking them. Right. Yeah, I would. <laughs> oh my, I, I love talking about this. This is I, so much fun. I thought about it for so many years. So <laughs> at some point it's going to happen. Right. And then I'm going to show all you motherfuckers <laughs> that I know how to do my business. I'm better than Buster Rhymes, all right? Oh. I'm going to kick his ass and then I'm going to cut him up. Now I'm going to sell them to different parts of the world, and you're never going to be able to put them back together again. That's what you do. That's going on a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm going to cut him up. It's so true. I got my Jon Snow sword. I got my cloud sword. Yeah. I'm going to stick that cloud sword up his ass so that it goes all the way up through his head. That's how long that fucking sword is. Yeah, it is. Done. <laughs> done, Michael Myers. And also the comedian Michael Myers, too. You're done. Aww. <laughs> hey, he hasn't had a funny movie in 30 years. Just why they're doing another Austin Powers. Oh, come on. Yeah, baby. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> oh. oh. That one with Beyonce was so terrible. Oh, that was bad, yeah. Foxy Cleopatra. Oh, why do you remember that? Kill yourself. <laughs> All right. So the other thing mm. that we forgot to mention okay. were the fucking contacts. <gasps> what the? F yeah. What? Uh, White Walkers? What's going on here? Concept was fine. Give Ooh. them contacts so that you can see first person through them. And then that also is tracking obviously that's how the mercenaries right. knew where to go because people were in the contacts that's where you go makes right. total sense why did they all have to glow brightly different colors why yeah. it yeah. made it just made 
the like the filming awkward because it wasn't it, scary. No, it's I mean it's it's not creepy either. It's um dumb. Disturbing? Like it's awkward. No, it's just it dumb. A, no, no, it's an awkward feeling to watch. Yeah. Like it cuz it's not like I'm not scared of this, but like it, I don't really want to look at it either. Right. And you put yourself at a disadvantage. Yeah, cuz your eyeballs glow. Yeah. It's very that, Simpsons actually. Right. Turn the lights up and their eyes glow. Oh, that is true. And then also why would you sign up for that? I know it's more money, but then the government knows that you've killed people. So if you can't, like right now, they're not trusting the system. So right. why would you think that after you killed someone, they wouldn't just like later on after the purge is done, come get you? Be like, hey, right. you know you know when you killed Especially all those people? Especially since this is the first one. Yeah. Right. So now that decreases the surplus population because they're just going to throw everyone in jail. You fucking idiots. Yeah, but we still have to pay for those. No, they don't. The government doesn't have to do anything. That's what that's what's so funny about this whole situation, too, is they didn't give them the money up front. The government is hemorrhaging money. They don't have any money. Right. So how are they even paying these people to be able to do this? Private funding. That's what political funding is. Oh, gross. Because rich people are just trying to get rid of all the poor people. Duh. That is true. All rich people hate the poor people. Right. If that's one definitive statement. That the purge is made because you can't even say you can't even say that all white people are bad because yeah, in the movies there have been good white people, right? Like in all the movies, there ha- except for this one, there have been good <laughs> white people. The definitive statement, though, that the purge is made, rich people hate poor people, right? <laughs> That's and it. no, no, no. In the first one, the purge, rich people hate other rich people too. Yeah, that is also true. So rich people are just terrible to begin with. And in a lot of cases, that is true. <laughs> Kelly's a top one percenter, so she doesn't agree. Yeah, but she's like chucking along. Yeah, she's <laughs> chuckling along awkwardly. But so yeah. Like, yeah, it's true. We don't like anybody. <laughs> <sighs> Money doesn't buy happiness. or some That's not lie. <laughs> Absolutely. It helps lie. you forget about a lot of stuff. It's nice. It does. <laughs> like you can't literally buy happiness, but you can buy things that make you happy. Right. That's just the way it is. Or living living what are living living comfortably is also something like you know how you have a lot of stress because of the bills you have and all the things you have to pay for? If you had money, you pay for those things, you don't feel the stress anymore. Right. It's weird. Those don't tend to bother you anymore. But money doesn't buy happiness, Kelly. But you can get fake happiness, and that's called antidepressants. I could be a gangster drug lord. And be a good guy. Because once they start the purge, I can not do anything. And then go try to save two people. Mm. And everything will be cool. Moral of the story. The more you know. Moral of the story. Fuck Blumhouse. (laughs) We're ending on that note. Pretty much. Do you have anything else that you wanted to bring up? Because I think I'm good. Um, So we didn't video record this one but i do have some fairly decent photos ian got to see me in my epic purge mask which i will be posting online well go ahead and do you have any plugs for everyone uh you can always find me on instagram at nerdy girl ivy and on facebook at nerdy girl ivy but i want to give a shout out to improper engineering for my purge mask i'm going to be pimping you guys out with my instagram thank you very much did they give you free shit uh, the mask. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. 
All right, and I will also plug my shit, though no one gave me anything for free. So <laughs> you can get in touch with me on Twitter, at Ian Hates Podcast, on Instagram and Facebook, slash Ian Hates or at Ian Hates, whatever gets you there. And then you can email me, ianhates at gmail.com. Now remember, if you go help us out, go to iTunes, leave a review, five stars or nothing, but leave that review. And then contact us on our socials and let us know, and we'll shout you out on the show as well. So we actually did this show, and I think it's going to be longer than the actual Purge movie. Yeah, probably. So, Kelly, do you have any final words for everyone? Um, yes. Nope, it's gone. Wait. Nope, it's gone. Your yeah, dignity? no, it's gone. <laughs> that had to be pointed out. No. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>